So I'm going to start this um, episode by telling you a little story. Years and years back, um, at least 15 years, probably more, I can't remember, a very, very dear friend of mine in Colombia invited me, she was uh, with her daughter, and they both invited me to spend Christmas and New Year's Eve in a western region of the country, beautiful, beautiful place. And I was living in Colombia back then, and I happily accepted, and we went uh, on vacation. Now, at that time, I was going um, through a very stressful period of my life, which, what a surprise, <laughs> there have been so many, and I didn't have a, uh, a lot of coping mechanisms back then. Um, so I was going through one of those stressful, really stressful periods of my life, and I wasn't feeling very well, and I developed a very intense cold. And with that cold, I had this, like, cough, a really nasty, nasty cough, and it just, I kind of dragged it along for a long time. And um, so we were in this beautiful house in the countryside, and we were staying with other people, and there was this woman who was a doctor and she said, you know, that, that cough sounds really bad and it sounds like you should take uh, antibiotics. And I was so desperate by then and I wasn't used to taking antibiotics and I wasn't used to taking a lot of medication and I've always kind of avoided doctors, maybe to do the opposite of what my mother and my grandmother <laughs> did because they used to go to the doctors all the time. Um, but I was so, I felt so desperate that I said yes. And so she uh, prescribed some antibiotics to me and she, she gave me the prescription and I went and I bought the antibiotics and I started taking them for a few days. And um, after a few days, we were back in the city by then, um, still on, on, on holiday. And we were staying at a, at a friend of my friend's uh, apartment. And I started feeling unwell in a different way. And I developed, I had this like, rash on my arms and uh and on my chest this very small rash and i got a little nervous because i didn't know what it was and i said well you know what's going on and so my friend said well maybe you should call another friend of mine who's a doctor and i spoke with him on the phone and he said i i told him my symptoms and he said it sounds like you're you're fine and so i said okay but then as the hours went by i kept feeling unwell and i wasn't feeling well and then the night came and in the middle of the night I woke up and I woke my friend up in the darkness and I said to her, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling well. Uh, and she said, you're fine, we're fine, you know, go back to sleep, let's go back to sleep. And I went back to sleep and in the morning I woke up and I was this big, huge light bulb of a rash. My whole body had become one rash. I was all swollen and I was feeling terrible. So, of course, we ran to um, the emergency room and everyone just looked at me and kind of went, what the hell? I was a monster. And, uh, and the doctor asked me, like, why did you wait? Why did you wait this long? Clearly, I had developed uh, an allergy, an allergic reaction to the antibiotics that I had taken because the antibiotics had penicillin. And I'm allergic to penicillin and I didn't know it. And I remembered that experience uh, a few days ago because I've been realizing lately something that I didn't know about myself which is that I have a very high threshold for pain because I'm someone that is considered <laughs> by my friends and my family fairly dramatic <laughs> in my expression 
then you wouldn't think that I have a high threshold for pain. You would think that I am someone who would easily complain about feeling pain. But um, that's not, I think, uh, mutually exclusive. I think you you can have a high threshold for pain and still be a very dramatic person, as I am, in general. Um, And I realize that I have a high threshold for pain and that it's actually not a very healthy thing. Because the way I see or the way I understand having a high threshold for pain is basically not that I'm okay with the pain, um, not that I know how to contain it and be with it, but that I actually ignore it and I know how to ignore it for a long time. And I ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it until it's so extreme that I have to take extreme measures. And that's what I consider having a high threshold for pain is today. So for those of you who think, who say, who, who see yourself as someone who has a high threshold for pain, you may want to check in and see what exactly that means uh, and how much you're paying attention to yourself. And this is not to say that the opposite is um, healthy either, which is, you know, someone who's going to um, maybe overreact, although I don't know really... Um, can judge what an overreaction is but let's just use that word for now and say someone who overreacts to something uh, relatively small i think that every reaction of pain is connected to real pain um so i don't know i'm I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole today (laughs) but I was thinking, the reason why I was thinking about this um, and realizing this, because right now I'm going through some physical um, experiences as well. I always am, but right now I'm going through particular pain. Um, The reason I was thinking about this was because I realized that with the emotions, it's the same. And I think that's one of the very, very, very problematic issues that we're having in the world today is that we have very high we've developed a very high threshold for emotional pain and we don't even know it we're not aware of it Mm. we've forgotten how what it is to be compassionate towards ourselves and towards others and towards the emotional pain that we experience and that other people experience and the reason for that is that we're we're disconnected from um our feeling and of course, we're disconnected from our feeling. You see, it's a, it's it's a, it goes in circles. We're disconnected from our feeling because um, we feel pain and we don't want to feel it because it's very not enjoyable. So it may come across as something a little bit strange. It may sound a little bit surprising. Um, but really what I, what I see, what I observe, what I notice through my own experience and through what I see of others around me is that we think that we're connected to what we're feeling. And that's just a thought. We are absolutely not connected to what we're feeling. And we're feeling things. We have feelings. Uh, we have a capacity to feel in such depth. Mm that connecting to our feeling is uh, is a long is a lifelong process it's not just like oh, okay connect to what you're feeling now ah yes i know what i'm feeling this is what i'm feeling and we're done with that 
we have a very profound feeling body. Everybody does. That's what I believe. I don't know if there are exceptions, you know, clinical exceptions or not, but let's say in, in general. <laughs> and so when, uh, when, when people come to healing or to any kind of uh, therapy and uh, kind of assuming that, that they know how to f- connect with their feelings, that they've figured themselves out. Uh, well, it's very challenging <laughs> because we think we're standing on a certain level. Humanity thinks that it's standing on a certain level in terms of being connected to feelings. And really, that's not the level where we are. And so we, we need, in order to heal and to, and to process and to just live a better life, we need, to, we need to connect to what we're feeling and we disconnect. And then suddenly we show up and we say, I, I just, I feel numb or I'm, I'm so disconnected or I'm having anxiety attacks or, you know, my addictions are up the roof. Addictions to drugs, to porn, to food, to work, to money, all of that. And that's because we're not connected, because we've disconnected from our feeling. And connecting to our feeling is not something that we do in one second. Basta, that's it. We, we do it constantly. And why am I telling you all of this? The reason why I'm telling you all of this is because that's mostly what I believe or understand meditation to be. We talk about meditation and there's there are so many struggles around kind of meditation. No, it's so hard. My mind, I have so many things on my mind and my mind won't stay still and I wake up in the middle of the night and my mind is just running and running and running and running. And I also tell people like, yes, I know it's hard to sit and meditate because our minds are running. But really, the reason why it's hard to meditate is because we're disconnected from what we're feeling. And meditation is, I could say a way of describing it is just sitting down with what we're feeling. Just being with what we're feeling. And we don't know how to be with what we're feeling. Because feelings can be very uncomfortable. That's why meditating can be hard. Not because of the things that are in our mind, because the things that are in our mind are the result of what we're feeling, of the things that are in our emotional body. And we don't want to feel because we have a lot of pain and we don't want to feel that pain. Brother, I don't want to feel that pain. That's why meditation is hard. Meditation has become difficult and challenging because we are running away from what we're feeling. We are disconnecting from what we are feeling. And that can be a panoply of things. Um, And conversely, that's why meditating is so important. Because through meditation, we can connect to what we're feeling. And through connecting, through that connection, we can release all of the things that we've been carrying that are such heavy loads. And that way our mind finally can clear up. And our heart. And our breathing. And our bodies. And just life altogether and um, that's why healers are so important and by healers I mean in the large um, sense you know 
people who work in art and psychologists and and healers yes shamans my goodness and people who do i don't know so many different things people who teach yoga um coaches and teachers and healers are essentially humans who know how to connect to their feelings who know the road the path towards that and who help and enable that path for others who show others where their own path is because every path to every connection every process is is different Um, which is why there are so many different types of healers in this world who correspond better for you know other for different types of people so um yeah that's the answer to today at least what i what i realize and what i what i see um of why meditating is so difficult i have so many friends and so many patients people that have come or clients or And said, yeah, well, I want to meditate and I try, but I just can't because my mind is going at, you know, 3,000 miles an hour and I get distracted and I get bored and I get uncomfortable. Of course, but the reason why you're uncomfortable are not your thoughts. You think they're your thoughts because <laughs> that's what you can see. That's the result of it. Really what's making you uncomfortable are your feelings. And your feelings, you've, you've become such an expert at disconnecting from them. And there's so many, um, you know, layers and layers and layers accumulated that now connecting back is, um, yeah, scary or uncomfortable. So when you're at that stage, when we are at that stage, because Lord, let me tell you, <laughs> you know, I've been doing this for a while on different capacities and in a more and more uh, intense way as, as my life Uh, evolves or continues and I still need a lot of help and I help others so um, if you find yourself in a, in a place where you want to either meditate where you tell yourself that you want to meditate because you know it will be beneficial for you but you're struggling to do it alone or if you find yourself in a place where your feelings you feel are all over the place and you can't cope or if you feel like you're numb and you, you, you just can't feel anything, or if in general you feel like your life is out of balance, because uh, I think it's happening a lot right now, it's manifesting a lot in the world. And there are many, re like, there are many reasons for that, which uh, boil down to one, I think, but I'm not going to talk about that today. <laughs> um, but if you feel any of that, if you're experiencing any of that, then find guidance. And finding guidance doesn't mean giving your power to someone else. It means finding a place or, or a person or a method or a path that will help you to connect to what you're feeling and know that your feelings are very likely going to be, at least in the beginning, uncomfortable and that there's going to be pain. Um, and also know that it's okay that that there's so much to learn from that so many beautiful beautiful lessons and that it's worth it and again if you do feel pain if you are in you know terrible pain physical or, or emotional um 
you know, don't be ashamed to get to get help because that pain exists um, is there for a reason and it's asking for attention. So, but let's just say that the title of this, let's say the the umbrella. Uh, concept or idea that I that I want to talk about today or that I wanted to talk about today was meditation. If you struggle to meditate, that's the reason, most likely. Mm. So remember that you can find ways of, of reconnecting to what you're feeling. And once you do that, essentially you're meditating. So I wish you were magnificent meditation with all the good the bad the ugly (laughs) and i'm sending you all my light